Remember after that Madonna episode, we didn't have an <laughs> intro. Have one. And I was like, oh my God, we're, we're it's so tainished, it's so tarnished that we have an episode out there without a without an intro. It's kind of dirty. I'm sure the um, audience was very disappointed in us. Yeah, they were like, hey, where's our intro? And you the only reason we listen to this stupid show is because you guys' intro. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the 80s and 90s Uncensored, the podcast about the 80s and 90s for people who care about that kind of crap. I am Milo Dennison. And I'm Jamie Fenderson. And today we're comparing 80s and 90s slasher films. Very specific type of horror film, slasher yeah. films. Yes. And the reason we're doing this is we have a good friend, a good Twitter pal, Erin, and her little dog, Murphy. And it's funny, every time she posts a picture of little white dog Murphy, I post those GIFs, you know, those animated GIFs I like to do. So I post uh, replies of RoboCop or Beverly Hills Cop because it's Murphy. Get it? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But she got a little she got a little dog named Murphy uh, and she's a big fan. Uh, She really likes our show and she's always hanging out with us on Twitter. So she asked us. Hey guys, have you ever done like a horror movies or or anything like that before? I'm like, no, I don't think we have. But we'll do it for you, Aaron, because you're awesome. You're our good Twitter friend. We'll totally do that for you. So she's like, how about something like do because she's a big horror. There's a big horror. There's a lot. A lot of our friends are big horror fans, right? Like hashtag horror fam, hashtag mutant fam type of type of folks, and they really like the horror movies. So she's like, how about like comparing slasher movies of the 80s and 90s and like was there any difference and stuff like that i'm like that's kind of interesting so i told her we totally do it uh, what's cool about that too is I, I love horror films and it is kind of surprising that we haven't done anything horror related because c- i really do like horror films uh unfortunately my significant other does not like horror films and so since i started Wimp. dating her yeah i've watched fewer horror films than i used to which is yeah, I, I don't know if I'm like a super fan. Like, I don't know if I'm a mega fan, like hashtag horror fan. But but I, I like a good horror movie and especially just kind of a fun slasher movie. Mm-hmm. I, I probably appreciate the special effects that it takes to go into like <laughs> slaughtering people. <laughs> you know, like it probably takes a lot of work to do a lot of these scenes. Right. I, so I kind of appreciate the work done to make them bad guys, bad guys and to make them like like all these really um uh, uh creative kill scenes um it probably takes a lot of work to 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 make those happen yeah what's interesting about slasher films too is that they're pretty much mostly practical effects you can't it's would be really difficult to do a good slasher film with cgi because you mm-hmm. really need the authentic blood you need the like you know you want to see some actual guts or whatever coming out and they're not so much about just blood and guts because just those ones like gore for the sake of gore i'm not a fan of like uh you know the saw movies and those kind of stuff oh they're, yeah the, I, the I liked the first porn, movie, but gore porn kind of yeah stuff. exactly gore Man, porn not, doesn't not really do it my deal. but uh but a good slasher film is good because it has that element of suspense it just enough campiness to where like you you can go to bed without you having nightmares but also serious enough to where you could possibly go to bed and have a few nightmares so it's just that right balance so a good good slasher film is really fantastic yeah so i I was looking at some of the slasher films that i know from the 80s and 90s i think there's four primary differences so the in the 80s you have a lot of goofy slasher films like Christmas ones and, (laughs) 
you know, midnight party ones. And you're just all these kind of uh, goofy slasher films. And then you have the the kind of mainstream ones like Friday the 13th and Freddy Krueger, Nightmare on Elm Street and Halloween. So what I've noticed in the 80s, there was a lot more supernatural elements. And it was a little it was a little goofier and a little more cheesy, um, but in kind of a fun way. So I, I think like, for instance, the 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 killers just don't die because some supernatural powers, right? And then also, I think there's a parallel with the 80s slasher uh, killer and like an action hero. I think they actually have a lot in common. They're almost like action villains because they're hard to kill. They take a whole bunch of people down with extreme violence. You could say that about like a lot of Arnie's work or, or Stallone's work, right? So I think you still have that that kind of that action villain thing going on. Another thing you have in the 80s is like conservative. I, I, I'm thinking like conservative, socially conservative people might have made these movies because it's like, oh, see what happens when you have a late night party without your parents knowing you get <laughs> you get stuck in the head with an axe. You see that you see what happens when you drink beer. Run you get off cut into the woods by a saw. Mm -hmm. You see what happens when you have premarital sexual relations. <laughs> you get stabbed <laughs> with a pitchfork while it happens. You see what happens. <laughs> you had a lot of that kind of a, uh, like a lot of teenagers doing like what could be considered socially kind of immoral things and paying the price for it. I don't know if that's intentional or not. <laughs> and then one other thing about the eighties is you had relatively unknowns who were acting in these. So all the teenagers, they might have become big later, like Johnny Depp, but a lot of them were just pretty unknown folks. So that's those are the four things I, I saw about, I kind of figured about the 80s that I'm going to compare to the 90s later. Yeah, it's true, because back then, if you were a serious actor, you weren't about being in slasher films. I mean, they were, they were deemed beneath you to where it's hit the 90s. You could be an A-lister and be in a slasher flick and still be kind of respectable. I mean, yeah, that's 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 a good point. But yeah, so many future stars did start out as slasher flicks. I mean, obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis, you mentioned um, Johnny Depp, plenty more. So, yeah, that's that's interesting comparison. Yeah. So the 90s, I think. The early 90s were a lot like the 80s where they still had that going on. But the, the mid to late 90s, you saw a change. You saw movies like Scream, Scream 2, I Know What You Did Last Summer, Urban Legend, even, even stuff like Sleepy Hollow, where it became a lot more kind of psychological and sophisticated. So I think they were kind of taking themselves more seriously. So the slasher flick was like, okay, we're more psychological now. We're less supernatural and goofy. And we're more psychological and sophisticated. And often the slashers wouldn't be necessarily supernatural, but they'd be just kind of one of the, one of the people that you didn't know was them. And they were among us, right? Um, that's what made them scary was it wasn't that they were supernatural. It was they were one of us, right? And they were very, I think there were a lot, uh, the 90s slasher movies became far more like a lot of the movies in the nineties in general became more sleek and stylish with kind of known actors. I just made a little list here of, of some of the actors that are in the movies that I, that I mentioned, and they were already kind of known like David Arquette, Nev Campbell, Courtney Cox, Drew Barrymore, Jada Pinkett Smith, Sarah Michelle Geller, 
um, Heather Graham, Rebecca Gayhart, Leave Schreier. The, these these were all people who were actually already kind of known, right? They might have been early in their careers, but they weren't like some off the street teenagers like the '80s ones were. They're kind they're kind of known. So the slasher movie, I think, in the '90s made it. They it, it became kind of okay to be in a slasher movie, like you said. It, it, I think. Too, like that was where they tried to be because if you look at some of the 70s slasher films they kind of had that aspect to them i'm thinking texas chainsaw massacre of where it could be a real person that kind of stuff and it scared the shit out of people and then they kind of went into the 80s of the yeah it's more you know, could you know less likely to be realistic and and the 90s were kind of went back to that 70s thing of okay it is scarier to think that your neighbor could be the killer in real life, but yeah, absolutely. Much more stylized, much more um, trying to be like hip, I guess is yeah. kind of the way I would put it. Yeah. Hip. So it is interesting that transition between the two. I don't know though. Cause I feel like scream. Yeah. I liked scream. It was a great film. I mean, obviously, you know, Wes Craven was the director of it and uh, you know, he made, Nightmare, the first Nightmare on Elm Street. But I feel like Scream was almost a parody of Halloween to the point to where that they then did the that scary movie franchise, mm-hmm. which was then a parody of Scream. So it was kind of like, you know, one led to the other, which led, which got to the point where we're like, okay, we're getting so ridiculous. We're just going to make a parody film and acknowledge that this is almost kind of a parody of what, before, what happened before. Yeah, so you, you think it was maybe more of a, a lampoon kind of thing? Yeah, because Scream, and, and obviously I was much older when I watched Scream versus Nightmare on Street, but, you know, Nightmare on Elm Street uh, and um, Halloween scared the shit out of me. But, of course, I was a kid, <laughs> right, when I saw yeah. those. I should not have been watching them to where I was much older when I watched Scream. And, and so it's hard to do a proper comparison. But I don't know. There's just something about Scream that doesn't – it's a good film. Like, I, I, I liked it, but it didn't feel as – scary as halloween even like some of the later halloweens kind of felt like the a bit more scary in nightmare on Elm street versus the scream series which to me was a bit more campy and yeah not, not in, in in the you know fun campy way but in the you know we're trying to make a little mix a little lightheartedness in here so that you're not too scared by our scary film if that makes sense yeah what about movies like I know what you did last summer, Urban Legend? Have you seen those? Uh, yeah. So kind of the same thing. I feel like I know what you did last summer was, oh, look what they did with Scream. They got a bunch of young hip stars and they made this film. Let's do the same thing. And it's not not the same plot, but the same feel to it. Yeah. If you had to choose a decade, what what would you choose? Like if you had for to be like slasher slashers movie. specifically, because yeah, it's a specific type of horror film because there were a lot of brilliant, creepy horror films that came out in the nineties. But when it comes to slashers, I've got to go the eighties. Yeah. Know. I was going to say like, I, I, I bet you're going to choose the eighties because mm-hmm. slasher genre basically had its heyday and its peak in the eighties. Cause you, you not only had mainstream slasher films like child's play and nightmare on Elm street and, Friday the 13th, but you just had a whole bunch of direct to VHS kind of schlocky ones that, mm-hmm. and they were just all over the local, locally owned video store rental shelves. Just what is all this slasher stuff? Like you could just, you could go into a video store and just 
reach your hand out and pick one up. That's how pervasive they were. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hellraiser, man. How creepy was Hellraiser? You yeah. Know, like, that's a good one. It was some fun, funny when you were talking there. I thought of something as well, but I don't remember now. Damn it. That pisses me off. <laughs> you, you get Gosh. old, dude. <laughs> yeah. I was about to say something, damn it. I was going to say something, but I didn't want to interrupt you. And I'm like, I'll wait till it gets done and then make this a super awesome point. And now I don't remember what it was. Mm, fucking brain. Well, Hellraiser was very supernatural. Like that's among the most supernatural, like and I call it a slasher flick. And that, that one got gory too. Think about Halloween costumes, not the movie, but like you got people that will dress up as 80s slashers, like uh, uh, Freddy. You have people that will dress up as Mike Myers. You have people that dress up as Pinhead. And, and some people will do the mask from screen guy. But beyond that, like but that was a that was a Halloween mask to begin with. Yeah, exactly. They took a Halloween Before mask and used it was in, exactly. They took a Halloween mask and made it. Exactly. The slasher mask and made it something else, even though it was a Halloween mask to begin with, right? Exactly. But I, I nobody's dressed up as like Sarah Michelle Geller in <laughs> I Know What You Did Last Summer, right? Like, <laughs> so. yeah, yeah, yeah. hey, look at me. I'm Nev Campbell. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. That's true. Pro- probably my favorite uh, slasher franchise is, is Nightmare on Elm Street. Just because they get so creative with the kills, man. Like, I just just off the hook. Like the guy, like Freddie turns into this big worm and swallow people, or you know, the head smashing and into the TV, and just all of these crazy kill scenes. And you know, some you know, sick people are just making up like ways to kill teenagers. Um, in these movies, they're just thinking about <laughs> what kind of crazy kills can we have? But then kudos to like the special effects. Like you said, it's practical effects. Um, so it looks real. You, you can't really do CGI and killing, killing folks because it doesn't work well. Cause you know, that's CGI blood. I'm not scared of CGI blood. I need real, I need guts and stuff, but that's probably my favorite is the nightmare on Elm street, just because of how outrageous the kill scenes are. And then the work it, took in the for the practical effects to get to pull those crazy kill scenes off right (laughs) you're a bunch of sick-minded people man i love you good job (laughs) i interviewed rod matsui on my diary of an unemployed actor podcast and he did special effects for a bunch of like slashers and and uh 80s 90s and he worked on the nightmare on Elm street freddy's dead which did have some more CGI in it, but it was interesting listening to him talk about the prosthetics and stuff. Like they had to chop a guy's ear off and it's like, well, you can't chop a person's ear off. So you got to make like a prosthetic for the side of their head that looks real. And then you chop the prosthetic off while it's still, you know, so it's interesting, like how you got to build up to take off and just listening to him talk about working on some of these films is pretty fantastic. That's very interesting. We will have to include a link to that. Um, to that interview on our podcast page. Yeah, yeah, he was fun to talk to. If he yeah. actually did work on it, that's rad. Yeah, he yeah he worked on tons of cool old uh, old film air films. He's still working. That's very nice. I will say one of the things about the '90s slasher films is you have you have some good looking people. You have some babes. True. Very different. Uh, yeah, looks. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like they're they're. I mean, the 80s, they had some pretty attractive teenagers, but the 90s ones, I'm talking, yeah. Jada 
uh, Smith and, and and Drew Barrymore and Heather Graham and Courtney Cox and uh, Rebecca Gayhart's my girlfriend, the Noxima fresh face girl. Mm. Yeah, you had some really good looking people, man. You you stepped they stepped it up a bit from the eighties as far as attractive teenagers who were getting killed and stuff. And for well, we should we should do a throw out too for the people that are into the boys. There was also Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, want to be sexy. Uh, David too. Arquette. And da- yeah, if you're into Jerry David o- Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, he's cool. Ryan Philippe, yeah. I think he was in one of them, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so so you had that. You're right. Yeah, a lot of attractive people in these slasher movies. I'm not saying the 80s ones didn't, but they, they were kind of unknown. But it, they, they picked some like kind of known, very attractive people to be in these movies. There's another one called Sleepy Hollow. Do, do, do you remember that Tim Burton, Sleepy Hollow? Of course. From yeah, 1999? Yeah, Johnny Depp I as would well. consider that a slasher movie. See, that was kind of, I, I, I don't know if I'd call that a slasher but I guess it could be. I call that more of like a supernatural suspense type film. I don't know. If you want to call it a slasher, I'm okay with that. Yeah, well, I mean, the Headless Horseman slashing people up. True, killing people and stuff. I call it a slasher movie, and it's very stylish. It's very, I mean, it's Tim Burton, so definitely very stylish. Yeah. So, yeah, what I was thinking is, because you kind of done some films in the past, right, of your own, so we, we should make our own slasher movie called the podcasters or we could do like a thing where we start a podcast kind of like a death note podcast and we say "Ooh, today mike is gonna kick the bucket he's out of here and then somewhere in you know, columbus like some guy named mike gets in a car accident because it's, you know there's half a billion mics around here and and everybody gets freaked out because we totally called it <laughs> Ooh. And then the next, yeah, Mike, Mike kicked the bucket and they called it. And then the next, the next day we're like, okay, Bill, Bill, your time's up, buddy. Sorry. Sorry and then some guy named Bill has a heart attack and they're like, oh, they totally called it. They said Bill was going to kick the bucket and he had a heart attack. But you have to use like really generic names. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Karen. Sorry, Karen. <laughs> Your time's you, up, Karen. You don't, you and, don't like, and now people who are listening to our podcast is like, my name's Karen. Oh, crap. <laughs> it's, not, it's not real, Karen. Don't worry about it. Just kidding. We're just, just kidding. joking around. <laughs> I took an acting workshop or not an act, a directing workshop on directing a horror film, actually. And Ooh. in that workshop, we had to make a film as part of the workshop. And it's a short film. And the one I worked on was called the podcast actually. And the, and it goes, it starts off with two guys doing a podcast and then they're in this like creepy place and the lights go out, come on. And we have these like weird kind of stuff goes happening. And we had to film it over two days. And one of our actors, our, one of our main actors couldn't do it on the second day. So we had to replace one of the actors. And so we, we I just kind of made it like, so that it was actually part of the thing that he swapped to a completely different person and stuff so it's my uh you know it's called the podcast it's called the podcast yeah oh yeah, dude yeah. you do do you still have it oh of course i've still got it yeah oh yeah, yeah. dude come on yeah I'll, we I'll, got I'll, it. I'll, I'll put a link up i'll put a link in the in the notes then yeah you can watch I'll send yeah it you. dude we you know people now people are like oh we gotta watch this i didn't even know you made a little horror movie called the podcast I it's, was it's, it's not great it was re- it was really made like in a very short period of time as just part of the workshop so it's a you student know, film in a workshop exactly 
Don't but, put uh, your expect- expectations too high, but we still got to see this. Oh yeah. It was fun to do. Some of the, we, I, I did uh, that effect where, so a uh, cable has to come out and wrap around a person's leg, you know? So we filmed it wrapped around the person's leg and then pulled it away. And then in the edit, I reversed it. So that way it looks like it's actually going around the leg versus actually coming off the leg. <laughs> kind of like a... <laughs> Like they did in some of the old Nightmare on Elm Street stuff. The Evil Dead. Mm-hmm. Evil Dead, exactly. Yep, exactly. Evil Dead like style. Evil Dead. Evil Dead. <laughs> That's rad, dude. Hey, you got to send me the link because I want to put the video on the podcast. All right. Yeah, yeah. I'll throw you the link. Yeah. So, people, that's why you should visit the podcast pages at the80sand90s.com because if you visit the pages, um, you also get some bonus stuff like videos and links and things like that that, that you might not get Um anywhere else so check it out and we have a shop too you can watch the podcast you can buy a t-shirt is there anything else besides t- it's still just t-shirts right? we, we're gonna have we got by this time we're gonna have a new new uh electronic like stickers that you can put to cover your electronics and they look all 80s and 90s so That's by the time cool. you hear this we're also gonna have that so you can cover up the apple logo on your laptop yeah you can make it look all cool in 80s and 90s right but this, this episode was for our friend Aaron. We really appreciate uh, Aaron being our friend on Twitter, and we appreciate her being like a super fan of the show. She, she's our home skillet. And, and say hi to Murphy for us. Woof, woof. That's, that's high in, in little white dog speak. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Thank Good you. Job. And then, yeah, I think we should make a horror podcast. I think we should do it. All right. Um, We call people's names out. (laughs) (laughs) All right, folks. I think it's that time. Time for us to get the hell out of here. Like poor little Drew Barrymore within the first 10 minutes of screen. Goodbye, Drew. We love you. Oh, man. That's why you don't answer the phone. I don't answer the phone. Don't answer the phone. See, back then, maybe you just answered. People remember back then, people just think you just answered the phone. Now I, I look at the number. If I don't know it, I don't answer it. Dude, my phone rang twice today and it, and I didn't know the number and did not answer it. And they didn't leave yeah. a message. So clearly it wasn't that important. So like that scream face, because people look at it, they don't know the number, they don't answer. And he's like, Fam, I can't freak anybody out. <laughs> if, <laughs> I'm the worst slasher ever. <laughs> if, if he starts like- drinking, goes into a depression. <laughs> Well, they're, they're, they're making another one. They're actually making a fifth screen movie. Really? So, you know, like the, instead of calling, it'll be, a, it'll be like a message on WhatsApp or no, it'll be like a TikTok video. You'll get like a TikTok <laughs> video sent to your phone <laughs> and it'll be like the guy doing the face from <laughs> your living room. And then you turn around <laughs> and he'll be there. Yeah. That'll, that's oh, what it's going to be. <laughs> it used to be simple back in the day. Yeah. Much harder to 